This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, November 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Newsom sues over biological opinions. Rail money could go to water projects. And December vote eyed for ag labor. Newsom rejects biological opinions. Vows to sue. Governor Gavin Newsom's administration began steering state and federal water projects into uncharted territory yesterday. He announced a lawsuit against the federal government over the biological opinions governing species protections and pumping from the Delta. The administration also unveiled a plan to secure a long-term permit for the state water project and redeploy it as a countermeasure to any pumping performed by the federally run Central Valley Project. Newsom argued the federal opinions are not scientifically adequate and fall short of protecting species and the nation's interests. Bureau of Reclamation Commissioner Brenda Berman was disappointed with the decision, saying the plan breaks up a long-standing relationship between state and federal agencies as far as the lawsuit, she said. If that's their choice, we'll see them in court. It is unclear how officials operating two water projects and sink for decades will be able to manage the systems under different flow patterns, as well as an ambiguous legal framework that now pits the Federal Endangered Species Act against a California extension of that law. You can read the full report on the Newsom plan at www.agripulse.com. And by the way, the administration authored an accompanying op-ed saying it is still pursuing negotiations over the voluntary agreements for flows to the Bay Delta. The administration has often touted the VAs as a promising alternative to the status quo of years-long legal battles over water. California Citrus Mutual countered that a lawsuit over the biological opinions, however, quote, will arguably derail the progress made with the VAs. Republican bill would repurpose high-speed rail dollars for water shortage. A number of House Republicans, including several from the Central Valley yesterday, introduced the Water Optimization for the West Act, or WOW, which offers several provisions to free up more water for California farmers. The bill's author, California Representative Tom McClintock, called Western Water Policy a bureaucratic nightmare designed to delay and deny the storage, delivery, and use of our abundant water by farmers and residents. His WOW Act would repurpose the California unspent high-speed rail funds to use for building and upgrading water storage projects. The bill also would repeal and replace the San Joaquin River Settlement Act of 2006, which limited flows from the Friat Dam to support ecosystem conservation. The measure builds on the new biological opinions for the state water and Central Valley water projects. Responsibility for administering the Endangered Species Act would be transferred from the National Marine Fishery Service to the Department of Interior's Fish and Wildlife Service. The bill would also grant the Bureau of Reclamation responsibility over environmental reviews on water storage projects. Now, remind me, the original biological opinions in 2008 and 2009 had taken the Bureau's responsibility for overseeing water operations and given it to the Federal Fisheries Agency. The biological opinions released last month returned that responsibility to the Bureau. FDA probes new romaine outbreak. 
Federal and state health officials are investigating yet another outbreak of illness caused by E. coli bacteria and linked to romaine lettuce. Seventeen people have gotten sick and seven have been hospitalized, the Centers for Disease Control said. FDA said two products recalled contain romaine lettuce from the same lot. In one of the recalled products, a chicken Caesar salad, the FDA has identified possible farms in Salinas, California as the source. House Dems eyed December vote on ag labor. The lead Democratic sponsor on a bill that would expand the H-2A farm workers visa program says she expects it to be on the House floor in December. House Judiciary Committee approved the Farm Workforce Modernization Act on a party-line vote yesterday. The bill has GOP co-sponsors, but it was a non-starter for Republicans on the committee because it would provide a path to legal society for existing workers who are undocumented. And the path ahead, will California Democrat Zoe Lofgren, who co-sponsored the bill with Representative Dan Newhouse, told AgriPulse there would be time before the floor vote to find ways to address some issues raised during the committee debate. She didn't go into specifics, but the American Farm Bureau Federation is seeking amendments to further reform the H-2A wage rates and limit the ability of workers to take grievances to federal court. Keep in mind, Lofgren said there have been discussions with senators on both sides of the aisle. But a leading GOP critic of the bill, Florida Representative Ted Yoho, insists the bill is doomed and the Republican-controlled Senate. Uh, he said they've made strides to do some things that are good. The biggest thing is that allows people who are here illegally to get a green card and then move into citizenship. This is something that has always blocked passage of immigration reform, as he spoke with AgriPulse. Ag retailers welcome new safety regs. Ag retailers are cheering a significantly scaled-down version of EPA's risk management program, which addresses the safety of chemical and industrial facilities. The Agriculture Retailers Association praised the agency's elimination of requirements to examine safer or alternative technologies, conduct post-accident third-party audits, and root cause analysis. Those changes, quote, will save the industry tens of millions of dollars with no adverse impact on safety, according to the ARA. EPA said it was rolling back the Obama administration rule prompted by the 2013 West Fertilizer explosion and fire in Texas, in part because that blast was caused by arson instead of being an accident. USDA official talks climate. U.S. Department of Agriculture has come under fire for allegedly downplaying the issue of climate change, which President Donald Trump once called a hoax. But Deputy Agriculture Secretary Steve Sinsky made addressing climate change the focus of an address yesterday to the annual Sustainable Agriculture Summit in Indianapolis. Sinsky said it's critical for U.S. agriculture to focus on sustainable intensification as a way to increase food production while reducing carbon emissions and adapting to climate change. He said USDA will be working with the private sector to improve the metrics around credit trading programs. He also said the department, quote, plays a key role in helping farmers to become more resilient and to implement climate-smart agriculture practices. USDA aims to provide the science-based knowledge and practical information and tools to allow producers to meet region-specific challenges when it comes to climate. Now, take note, Sinsky specifically cited the importance of USDA's regional climate hubs which were formed by the Obama administration to assist farmers 
in climate adaptation. Here's today's He Said It. Food security is not only national security. It is indeed a world security issue. That Deputy Agriculture Secretary Steve Sinsky speaking at the Sustainable Agriculture Summit about the need to address climate change. Well, that is Daybreak West for this Friday, November 22nd. Brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.